are back. Episode 32, the final countdown, the final episode in the studio. As always, I'm Bogart Leip across the glass. Cody McKay, Mac, how you doing? I got chills, man. <laughs> I got chills right now. Damn. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Past uh, past couple days have been a whirlwind of emotion, but I'm doing all right. It's a beautiful day outside. A beautiful day. Just finished up all our tasks for our undergrad yesterday, final exams. Graduate in about, what is it, 48 hours from now. Unreal. Less than that. Yeah. I get, I, do we graduate? Because the commencement's at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. ends at 12. Right. So do we... We I graduate right. at 10 or I guess 12. You're right. In 48 hours, we will be graduated. Okay. Probably. Final show here in the studio. We have over under. We're bringing over under back one more time. Uh, then we're going to get into NBA playoffs, that Cavs Pacers game. I have a gripe about how that ended. I think we both do. No question about it. But let's start with over under. Everyone knows the rules. I got how many here? I got six things. Okay. Over, overrated, underrated. Number one, waffles. Overrated. Okay. So are you a pancake guy as well? I'm a well? pancake guy. All right. Yeah. So that's what the big argument is. Yeah. I mean, there used to be a lot of hype for me back when I was little with like the hotels and I was fascinated by the waffle maker. Yeah. So like <laughs> there was a lot of hype surrounding it. I think just because of that, no matter what, even I, even though I didn't like them very much, I always yeah. had to make a waffle when I was like staying at a hotel yeah. or like yeah. some sort of continental <laughs> breakfast. But as far as taste goes, I mean, if you take them over pancakes, there's something wrong with you. You do it right. The, on- the only argument... Is that it can like hold the syrup like little? Yes, that's the only argument I have that I can. That's yeah, I can stomach because everything else, just the pancakes, are from a culinary standpoint just advanced. Yeah, compared to the waffle, especially when you throw the, the texture ing- the ingredients in there. I mean, obviously yeah. you can have like blueberry waffles and stuff too. Yeah, but, but it's just, it just same. it just feels like they're stealing the idea from pancakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, a llama. Underrated. Underrated. Okay. I think it's overrated. I think the llama has gotten a lot of love starting with, I believe it was Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. And that, Tina. So, yeah, and it blew up. So <clears throat> they're they're an unassuming animal to me. They're very ugly. Yeah, ugly, boring. They have... The only interesting part of the thing is the two L's in a row. That's the only interesting part. It is. What were you going to think? You, were, uh, you thought I was going to say something else. Spitting. <laughs> oh, they do Yeah, they yeah, do Yeah, you missed that part. <laughs> they do spit. Goats are the ones that faint, right? Yeah. Okay. The fainting goats. No, <laughs> underrated. I mean, they don't have any uses, sure. But I'm sure uh, they can carry loads like a donkey or something. Yeah, I'm sure they have some sort of like ability to, really to, to to function a lot on like a little water, yeah. kind of like a camel or something. Yeah. You know camels could swim? I saw that video. You see that video? It kind of messed me up a little bit. Yeah, no, when I saw the video, that's when I learned they could swim. Unreal. I, I thought was, it was supposed to be deserts. I was today years old when I learned. <laughs> I thought they were supposed to be in deserts. They are. It's, what the, well, how do they know how to swim? Supposed to be in deserts. I mean, it's just because they, they have the ability to live and store large amounts of water for long. They don't live in like I didn't know they live near like bodies of water and like know how to swim. Anyway, next Capri Sun drinks. So I can't <laughs> group all of them together in one category. I don't think. Okay. Um. There's certain flavors that are great, like. Mountain Cooler. Yeah, that's um, the one. What else we got? The blue one. Yeah. Not yeah, a yeah. fan. Okay. Actually. Okay. Not a big fan of the blue one. Uh, but How like about just a straight up like lemonade wild one? Cher- Lemonade's great. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's, you're drinking pure sugar, but it's very, very <laughs> well, they're good. They're all pure sugar, if you're um, really fair. The, I, I grew up, for some reason, my mom kept buying just like the straight up wild cherry. Okay. And like it's solid. 
but like I got sick of it because like she, like she would just buy that. You know, like I like the Mountain Cooler. The you know, best. When you're, yeah, Mountain Cooler is the really best. I to that one. Yeah, the green one. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it goes for many other things as well. When you're little, like your mom just buys like certain flavors. She doesn't really mm. ask for your input because <laughs> what are you gonna say, mom? I don't like this kind. Like get a different one. No, like you're you just still, gonna, you still like it. You're just gonna put like what's in front of you. <laughs> so I I went through a lot of wild cherry Capri Suns in my day. So as a whole, overrated, underrated. We just I group just, them together. I don't know where... The idea of Capri Sun drinks. I don't know where they stand in public perception is the problem. I'm going overrated because I like Kool-Aid more than Capri Sun. Okay. So in that in, in regard... The, in that regard, yeah. I'll go <laughs> underrated just because I think they've kind of fallen off the map a little bit. Haven't seen a lot of commercials lately. Okay, yeah. They used to be all um, over the they're, TV. They're, they're a good juice. It they're is a very good juice. Good juice. Good juice. Um, not the most environmentally friendly <laughs> probably at this stage of the game. No. But uh, <laughs> quality. Another one. This is another from from I believe both of our childhoods. Uh, Gogurt, so, overrated. Okay. Um, um, I don't know what it was to me, <laughs> but like the idea of having to freeze it and then having it like thaw out in your lunchbox just like kind of creeped me out. <laughs> okay. And I mean, you didn't need to freeze it. You could if you kept it cool. You could still it, have it. It becomes like room temperature though in your lunch. Okay. All um, right. You gotta always have an ice pack. That's about. That's not my. Point. I just didn't like the action that I had to do to okay. eat it. I'd rather I liked just them give me, a lot. Just give me a spoon. I like the action of the. I don't. The, you don't like no, that that's action. What I said. Like I don't like. You're not about that action. <laughs> I don't like fi- the physicalness, the physicality that I have to use to like. To I eat mean, it's it. just like those freeze popsicles. Like I like. The push, God, the, 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 the push pops? No, oh, the, uh, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the freeze, the freezicles. They're isopop something like that. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Underrated. Uh this one. This is a big debate as of this is it's always whenever he releases something. J. Cole. See it's a tough one. For, I, for all of our listeners out there, I haven't listened to the album you haven't? all the way okay. through yet. Okay. So um this is tough. Just you know, not just the album, but just as a whole. You don't have to base it on one album that Overrated, would be. Overrated, I think. Because like I like his style of like music that goes along with his rap. How yeah. it's kinda like chill. Which I believe he's also produces, so that is part yes, of it. Yes, that's him. part of him. So yeah. in that regard I like that, but like I mean as far as his beats and things like that, I'm not like super high on him. I I, th- I enjoy J Cole, but yeah, I think he's overrated. I believe he's slightly overrated as well. Uh, people think he's like this big time lyricist, right? And he's he's on the like the the top half, obviously, because the way rap is going now. But yeah. I think his uh, I think his lyrics are a bit overstated. I think a lot of them are fill in lines and just like. You hear something that's similar to something you said before, just in a different light, yeah. in a different way. I, I remember there was a Ringer article where, I don't know if you know Justin Charity, if yeah. you've ever read him, but him, he likes J. Cole and, like, Shay doesn't Shea like. Yeah, yeah, Shay hates. And they went back and forth on whether he should be respected or not. And, like, one of Shay's thing is that he, he routinely compares things to, like, farting and pooping. So I, like, like, I'll, like, you're, like, garbage, you're, like, whatever and he tries to tie it into like pooping and farting so like every single time he made an argument like he'd finish with like a real j cole line about pooping and or farting but yeah slightly overrated last one sriracha so i think we did hot sauce before but sriracha to me is another it's Over- another genre overrated and yeah. you're gonna try me on this no 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 i'm not actually i'm oh, not I go just, ahead i think it's brand name gets it a lot of of hype i'm not a hot sauce fan like in general yeah but, Which is weird, but that's besides the point. <laughs> like buffalo, I don't, it's like buffalo sauce. It just it just doesn't really turn me on. Yeah, sauce? 
I don't know. I mean, just the brand name, I think, gets too much love. And at the end of the day, you got to have the product to back it up. So it's a hot, hot sauce. So the actual sriracha sauce with the rooster on it is hot. I bought a bottle of it. How much you got left? <laughs> more than half. I was about to say more. I was going to ask over under three quarters. Oh, it's tough. I'd have to. Are we right around that mark? It's probably like 60%. Uh, it's just a thing where it can just overpower a dish for me. Mm-hmm. Like a Cholula, a Frank's. Those ones, they complement the food. But the sriracha to me just overpowers it. That's fair. So I got that surprisingly overrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll do another rundown. Waffles, I think we both said overrated. Yes, Llama, sir. I went overrated. You went underrated. Capri Sun drinks. Also, their new uh, presence in the Fortnite games as well. Yeah, that's actually what made me think about it. I was thinking about what goes, what do I see in my everyday life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Capri Sun drinks. You said underrated. Absolutely. I said overrated. Gogur, we went the uh, opposite way. I went underrated. You went overrated. Mm -hmm. J. Cole, both overrated. Sriracha, both overrated. Let's get to this Cavs Pacers game. So, a lot went happened in the game but what obviously is going has been taking the storylines is the end so i don't have the replay in front of me right now but i've seen it enough times victor oladipo drives left he does a weird thing where he turns his body to like reverse lay it up on the left side while he's been on the left side the entire time so he doesn't go strong with his left hand or anything it's just a weird play hits the backboard and LeBron blocks it, and it's just and they just play. They call a timeout. LeBron goes, takes a three, top of the key, fading away, hits it, game over. Cavs up three two. So initially, we saw the replay again, and we were both like, "It's it's goaltending, right. is it not?" And then there was there was talk about, well, if it hits the backboard, and is under the rim, it's not a goaltend. So I looked it up. So section 1A of this, this is just the goaltending rules. Players shall not, and there's about, it goes A through I, all kinds of scenarios. E, during a field goal, a player shall not, during a field goal attempt, touch a ball after it has touched the backboard below the ring level and while the ball is on its upward flight. So, Ball clearly on its way Oh, up. obviously. It's not it's going down. He's not gonna. He's not gonna airball the layup from there. Right. So it's a goaltend. Pacers up to. Cavs take a timeout with a few more seconds on the clock, and I don't want to hear the argument that LeBron still hits the three to win the game. That's not how sports go. They draw up a completely different play, most likely down two, because they know if they a three pointer isn't as good of a shot as LeBron driving. He probably drives and takes a at two at least pointer. draws a foul. Yeah. Right. I, that's a, that's an invalid argument to me. Just yeah, as far as this game goes as a whole, all these like storybook kind of things that end up happening in the playoffs. I mean, all the talk that you know LeBron will probably be able to get through the first round, you know whatnot. This team, this team's not very good, but you know they'll still probably be able to carry them. And then Pacers win a couple of games, Cavs look absolutely terrible, and it's like, oh my God, LeBron's gonna lose. You know that <laughs> the, 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 it happens every yeah. I mean, not every year because he doesn't fall behind. But the when narrative, any... yeah, the narrative is allowed to change the other way. So now it's look, we look for some sort of, you know, way for LeBron to come and play hail mary, right? 
He had an amazing and game. He, it no, was he, an played, amazing he played game. out of his mind, and that's the way he's going to have to play to lead this dog crap of a team right anywhere. He, it's a goaltend, man. Well, well, listen here. I'm not with the argument that it's a bad team. You look at the guys. The guys themselves are good role players. It's him, Kevin Love, and a bunch of who should be good role players. It, I was getting told two months ago that Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance, and Rodney Hood made the Cavs the East favorites. And now two months later, you want to tell me they're all terrible basketball players? And Kyle Gorham is a like terrible eight, role player? I mean, is it just LeBron not making them better? I don't know. I, they combined for eight points like one, two games ago. In a game. They don't the look three of them. They don't look good, but you can't tell me now that the team's terrible, but when they were on a five-game win streak two months ago, they were the best team in the East because those guys. I, how did, did they review the goaltender? No. I don't know if they reviewed it. How do they not call that a goaltend? It's like by definition a goaltend, and it was like clear almost live. I guess it wasn't clear live because it was bang bang. But it's like, a thing cheers that... to him. He made the shot. It's a tough, tough shot. Tough shot. <clears throat> you can put side by side with. Uh, I saw the comparison with uh, Jordan's on Elo. It's also cats. almost a mirror image of his Orlando shot in 09. Yeah. Except that he dribbled instead of caught a pass. Yeah. But just the fact that it opened the door for him to have his. Pounding of the chest moment, standing on the scores table. It'll probably be on the side of a building in Cleveland next year somewhere. Him. I mean, it's a, it's a career highlight. It's it's one of his – in his in his short – like, if you're going to crunch down his career into, like, a three-minute video, like, that's one of, be one of the highlights. Well, right. But, I mean, like you said, though, it, the play doesn't have – the play goes down a completely different way if the goaltend is called. And, and I ve- I, it's I, almost I, like – you, it just seems like things are put in place to allow for events like this to happen for LeBron. In the end of, are you calling a conspiracy? I just I don't <laughs> understand it, man. And, and the thing is, if I grew up in Mike, Michael Jordan's era, yeah, a lot of crazy shit happened in his games too. Yeah. So like I, from that standpoint, no, I don't have. Well, there was no replay. There was no replay when he played. So like, the crazy stuff was happening, but you can't replay like this one. I know, but I feel like I'm I'm going on record saying like it was just because MJ was the best. That's why. You know, he had all these storybook moments at the ends of games, and I'm not, and I'm going the other way on LeBron, but just the weird calls, the goaltend call, like the way they called the Lance Stevenson, uh, Jeff Green yeah, play at the end weird. of that game was a little fishy to me. Yeah, that's like one ref called a foul, another ref called a foul, and then called a jump ball. Did you hear what it was? If if a ref calls a foul and another one calls jump ball, no questions asked, the foul takes precedence. So there's no dis- like if someone calls a foul and someone calls jump ball, jump ball doesn't matter. Yeah, I think it's just straight Which, up the foul is like by the book makes very good sense. Like I can see that, but so I I mean I guess that- on that one I thought it was a jump ball. Then he fouled him. I thought he because it was the same thing with LeBron. Like he just reached over right. and got the jump ball and then he fouled him. But him I the feel like too there was a little bit of extracurricular by it was Green right when they said Chris Webber got it. I remember Chris Webber got it confused too because they said. It was like a foul, and Chris Webber thought they called a foul on Jeff on Green. On Jeff Green, yeah. So but I, to me, it was because, so physically what happened on the play, I believe. It should, to me, it should have been jump ball, double tech. That makes the most sense, yes. But if you're going to call the foul on Stevenson. Stevenson, there almost needs to be a tech or still a double tech. Because there was actually, like, Jeff Green, like, pile drove Stevenson <laughs> into the ground after the play yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he pushed him into the ground, yeah. So it was weird because then it it like it just ended the game. Just need some because consist- they were down three. I would just like some consistency because in in, in all ser- consistency. No, in all seriousness, like if that's like I'm cool with that not being called. But then like when all this stuff happens with other players, like little 
like the Draymond Green shit and everything like that. Everything everybody goes ballistic and there's yeah objections and flagrants and whatever. And then this is gonna happen. You're gonna get nothing. I don't know. It's a little fishy. And you saw we'll get to this later, but you saw that Westbrook only got fined for st- he was on the sideline and when there was a scuffle, he came onto the court and isn't, confronted Rudy Gobert. Isn't he suspended for that usually? It's it's supposed to be an automatic yeah, suspension. automatic suspension. He got, you fine, leave the bench. he got fined 10k. So and played yeah, yesterday. It's all money, man. Played yesterday and did what he did yesterday. It's all money, man. You know the Golden State Warriors. The franchise made 3.5 mil- more million dollars because they lost Game Four. Yeah, because they got another home game. Exactly. I don't know. I still love the NBA. I'll still watch, but so that series is over. Right? They're gonna win in Indy now. Yeah, no. I mean, I'll be in, pretty, won't. I, I won't be shocked if it goes seven, but I'll be like pleasantly surprised. Yeah, Indy won't win another game. LeBron will wisp into the into the second round, win in seven in the second round. If, the, if it's the Raptors, if that's going to be a quick series. That's going to be five for the Cavs. Mm-mm. Nope, choke job again. Give me the Cavs. So they play tomorrow night, Cavs Pacers, eight, 8 o'clock ESPN. Thank God. See, they get it, even with a travel Oh, day. my God, look at this. I guess no more. Not a lot. Of you know travel. how I was saying it's funny to me how the Raptors always get the NBA TV, ESPN two treatment. Yes, you won't get. They play on ESPN News. No way. Tomorrow at no seven. way. Uh uh-uh. uh. They don't even have ESPN two. I don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get to the other series. So talked about Russell Westbrook, Jazz Thunder. That was a bit of a wild game yesterday. Thunder were down as much as twenty five. They were down eighteen with I believe seven minutes left in the third. And Melo sat down, and they went on a 25-7 to 7 run to tie I, it. I need to, like, because we, we were out last night. Yeah, yeah. We so were playing we were, some trivia. We were at trivia, so we didn't watch this game in detail. I feel like I need to go back and watch this game because I want to see, like, what went down and how this happened. Because I've been, I've really liked the way the Jazz have been playing, and I yeah. think, I mean, I, the Thunder, I've just never really been able to figure out. They won by eight. No, th- the scoring, they... OKC scored 12 in the second quarter, then 37 in the third. They outscored Utah by 15 in the third, 8 in the fourth. So they blew them out in the second half. Yeah, unbelievable. I like. I, I want to go back and watch this game. I mean, another storyline where I feel like you need the big-name guys. Yeah. Like, moving on. So well, now, now Westbrook could have his coming back from 3-1 moment if he wants to. He took 39 shots yesterday. Yep. I mean, he made 17 of them, which I assume that's... That's it's a terrible percentage. That's not that far off from... It's 44%. Okay. It's, yeah, it's fair. Uh, him and Paul George combined for, let's do this really quick, 79 points. No one else was in double figures. Melo was the next highest at seven. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> Regardless of how you cut it. Excuse me there. That's what they, that's what they need to do, though. 45, 17, and seven is, is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, no. And only six free throws, too. Yeah. Five of nine from three, which is big for Russell Westbrook. Paul yeah. George has been playing which out of his mind. Which means he missed a lot of layups. Unless, yeah, he's, he, unless went, he was taking like 15 mid-range he went 12, jumpers. He went 12 of 30 from two. Which is, that's not that's not good. No. On Utah's side, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell's taking a lot of shots. Like, he's a really good player. And he, he needs to take the shots. Yeah, but he, he went, again, he took 22 shots, had 23 points. Jay Crowder had 27. Yeah, Jay Crowder, 27-8, and eight, 9 of 19 from the What's, field. I want to look at Donovan Mitchell. What does he shoot from three? Is he over? He, he shot one of seven yesterday. I know, but is he or, over 40%? He's not. No. Why is he taking so many threes? 
He doesn't he doesn't shoot the ball particularly well. I mean, he shot 44% from the field regular season, which is good. Like it's solid. For a season, yeah. For a rookie, I mean, he's we just said Russell Westbrook shot okay yesterday. He shot 44% and he's the MVP, so only shoots 34% from three, but Jazz now going home. We'll have a game 6 to close it out. They're up 3-2. I think they probably get it done in Utah. I don't think I really hope seven. so, but I don't hope so because I want Thunder Rockets like really, really bad. I, I, I like. I'm very confident that these that the Thunder is probably going to come back. Really? Yeah. What makes you think that? They've been they've a little been... bit of my conspiracy theory. Okay. A little bit of Russ getting hot and getting a little bit of confidence back, and a little bit of that way they can push the narrative down the road too of like Mitchell was a rookie he was young he got his experience but he's not ready and he like choked it away a do you little think bit the NBA end. is completely rigged do you think the I'm first not, round is completely rigged? I'm not going to use the word completely oh my god man oh my god so you th- what do you think you think the Jazz just hey you know I'm saying get up 25 I'm not saying it. it's rigged I'm saying little nudges here and there I'm oh not saying god, they draw it up 25. how they think it's gonna go exactly well <laughs> God, that's out of control. That is shame on you. Shame on you for that. You got, I'm still watching. So aren't you got, th- you got th- It's honestly like <laughs> well, on, yeah, it's on me. People that watch WWE, it's, they know uh, it's yeah, rigged. Yeah, yeah, okay, fair. You got Thunder and Seven, huh? Yep. Wow. I got. And I made that. I made that decision five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Oklahoma. They're they're tomorrow too. They're at ten thirty tomorrow night. Should be able to watch that. We got an early morning. We do have a really early morning. Wake up at 7 at the latest. Yeah, and then walk over at like 7.30. <sighs> Raptors-Wizards. Uh, yesterday, I guess, was a big game for them. I say I guess because like it's a big game if you're part of that series, if you have stock in it. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big game. Yeah. Right? Am I, am I right I mean, I guess the that? Raptors showed me something. I, was, I kept questioning them. Um, like towards the middle of that game, I mean, because it was close the whole way, but down the stretch, fourth quarter, they won the fourth quarter by nine. Yeah, I, I think I don't know who said it. I think Kornheiser said something about he compared something to. I think he might have said the same thing. Like it's a, it's a big game the way like the Peach Bowl is a big game. Like it's a big game for the alumni, but okay, like it's not a big game for you and me. Like we. I, Game yeah, six. I mean, is, the Outback Bowl was a was a big game when we when we got demolished for by, the, South, like, by South Carolina for the alumni. Like those bowl games we are, are big. We are alumni now. For not yet, got to wait for our, the guess. exams back. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? I mean, the, even ESPN, like they have decided, doesn't really matter. Putting putting a game on ESPN News on Friday night at seven p.m. is just repulsive. What do they got in ESPN too? What could they possibly have on ESPN2? That's weird. I don't even think I get ESPN News. I don't even think I get it. ESPN News, I haven't watched That's ESPN so News. so funny, man. I haven't seen ESPN. I haven't watched ESPN News since like 09. So funny. But the Raptors are probably going to win game six. If not, they'll probably win game seven. If the Wizards win, whatever. But I got Raptors probably in six. I think they just got better players. So how so how does this go down? So Raptors Cavs is the next round because Raptors the Cavs NBA and is... then we were gonna get into uh, Celtics Bucks who play tonight would uh, play the Sixers. Okay. Which I mean, the, hey, the, I like I like the way the storylines are shaping out. 
Do you think the NBA likes the way the storylines are shaping out? I like the way the story. I didn't say anything <laughs> about the NBA there. I'll put words into oh my, my mouth. Oh my god! I'll put words into my mouth over there. <laughs> so what do you, do, got? you seem to be doing that a lot lately. You got Raptors. You got Raptors. Mouths. You got Raptors or Wizards? Uh, wa- Raptors. Raptors. In uh, six or seven? Six. Six. Yeah. I got them in six too. So now Boston, Milwaukee, they play tonight at eight. That's at three two Boston. Three two Boston. Uh, Giannis isn't allowed to lose this series. I've said it before. I'll say it again. He's not allowed to lose this game me, or the series. Give me Boston in six. So tonight, they're closing out tonight? Yeah. We might not even watch that. We're probably going to watch the draft. At yeah. least the beginning of the draft. I want to see what happens up top. Yeah, we should be talking about the I draft. but. We it, but. <laughs> yeah, we pick like 20th, 21st. 20th. I got Celtics ton- tonight as well. They're going to beat them. Okay. So they're going to go in six. And then we're going to have... just go down the line, all the series? And, I mean, the only other one that's active right now would be New Orleans, Golden State. Starts Saturday at 1030. That's Golden State in five. I don't care anything about Anthony Davis. They're going to... They've played the Pelicans enough the last few years. They played them in a series yeah. last year or two years ago. Same thing. I mean, if Drew Holiday keeps <sighs> going mental every night... Okay, well, if Drew Holiday plays Clay Thompson to a draw... And KD plays it goes, Anthony it Davis. Goes, it goes five and a half games to a draw. Golden State just has better players. Rondo's not going to outplay the and rest of the they Warriors. Have a much better system and coach too. Yeah. So. And I don't. I don't see Drew Holiday playing Clay Thompson to a draw. And I think mm. KD probably outplays Anthony Davis. Right, no doubt. Anthony Davis. KD to me is the second best player on earth. That's fair. So. I, I'm on board with that. I think that one goes five. And then everything else, we got to see how it shapes up. We got maybe some game sevens. It's possible that Sunday we'd have three game sevens. We'd have the uh, Raptors, Wizards, Pacers, Cavs, and Jazz Thunder all on one day on Sunday. See? Now, if you thought I thought the NBA was rigged, don't you think I would have I rooted for all those game sevens? Well, no, you, you don't want to test your luck. Because you, you don't want, you want the Cavs go game seven and then... Oh my God! Lance Stevenson goes for twenty-eight, nine, and seven, and then the kid, the Pacers go on. You want to give a little bit of drama? I would. Love if to. I were you, hey, Lance Stevenson needs like thirty tomorrow. Yeah, he can't do it. He can't do it. Does he physically not have the ability? No, physically he doesn't have it to put the ball through the hoop no, that many not, times. Yeah, not with that frequency. Let's. We haven't talked about the NFL draft. Let's talk about the NFL draft. We haven't done. We take five minutes here. So, let me get the NFL draft order. Right now, uh, I believe it's Browns, Giants, Jets, and then Browns again. Uh, it's been a little bit of a mess at the top. I've heard everything from the Browns may take two QBs with the first and the fourth. They might take literally any quarterback except Lamar Jackson with number one. I've heard Josh Allen. I've heard Baker Mayfield. Which is stupid. Oh, You can't say anybody but no, Lamar I, Jackson. I haven't, I haven't heard that Lamar Jackson could go one, but I've heard stories. Obviously, Darnold could go one. I've heard Josh Allen could go one. Rosen may go one. They've looked at Allen. They've looked at Barkley, too. I feel like the Giants are going to – I think the Browns are going to screw it up and pick, like, Josh Allen or something from Wyoming. I think he, he completed like 50 something percent of his passes at Wyoming. Yeah, see see in my opinion, obviously I understand you got to go like Browns you're looking for a quarterback. None of these guys stand out to me. 
Darnold is. Darnold's good. Darnold's good. Dar- Darnold's the only. If I'm the Browns, I take Darnold at one, and then however it shakes out at four, I either take Barkley. I take uh, Chubb from NC State. Can't take Chubb over Barkley. I'm saying whichever one's uh, available, because they Bar- take Darnold, and the Giants may either trade out of there or take like Bar- or They might take Barkley. So I'm saying whichever one's there. If you don't like anybody, you could always trade down a few picks and get a couple other picks. The Browns, they, it's a draft where the Browns need to, it, they need to hit a home run. Yeah, in my opinion, if you're the Browns and you're not 110 percent sold on one of these three guys, you're an idiot. If you they don't got take, more on their, they got more on their mind than three guys. Okay, if you're not, four if you're five. not 110 percent sold yeah, on, on one, one of these four or five guys, you are an idiot if you don't take Saquon Barkley. And at that's number one. and that's the thing. Why there's been. There's a ton of reports that come out before the NFL draft, but peop- there have been reports that they're thinking about taking two with the first and the fourth court, which that would be perfect. Saquon Barkley is like he's well, he, look okay. Barkley's good, but he can't he can't carry the rock twenty times a game. I understand that, but he's like a I I think he's an, I think he's a like a no miss target. Can't, like he's like no but no bust potential. I don't I think like zero bust potential. I like listening to him talk. Guy's a freak athlete. Watching him on the field night in and night out. I mean, I watched a decent amount of yeah. Saquon Barkley like on TV. I, like this is somebody that I have experience. You think he's better than uh, last year Fournette and McCaffrey? Yes. I don't know if he's better than both those guys. He might. Be. You don't think he's better than Christian McCaffrey? <sighs> really? I don't know because McCaffrey. I think he's like much better than Christian McCaffrey. I think he's closer to Fournette. But I, I think I might take Saquon Barkley over Leonard Fournette. For, Fournette had a crazy I, rookie year in the NFL. Like I'm not going to take that away from him. Based on even just last year in college, Fournette had a much better year. Barkley had the worst college year out of all of them. I think he had – they put up a graphic where it was games that he carried it 20 times, games held under three yards per carry. I just think he can – he can affect the game in a lot yeah, yeah. more ways. And he's a, he's a freak. If you want him to return kicks, he'll do that for you, and he'll do it for you very well. Yeah. He can but he's, pe- not he's, this, a, he's not this bruising running back. No. That, like, you look at him, you think he's, like, a bruise, like he's Fournette. But he's more of McCaffrey than Fournette. He's, if, yeah, if you're going to if you're gonna On put that him spectrum. Into, yeah. But, I mean, just as far – that's not to say he can't take contact and get he through. He can take contact, but guys, I don't – He's guy's strong as hell. But he hasn't, he hasn't taken – like, he doesn't take the reps, like – Carrying the ball, yeah, fair. What I still, t- if he's at four and you're the Browns, you take him. I don't know. I, he's, a, I think he's a very good pass catcher. I think he's, yeah, no, he's that's he's got a lot of value catching the yeah. ball out of the backfield. Like he can get 20 touches. What's gonna be like 15, 15 carries, a few completed passes, like screen passes. It, it was kind of weird, you know, those uh sit downs that uh Russell Wilson was doing with some of the players, yes. quarterbacks, and he did one with Saquon. I don't know. It, Russell Wilson goes, you know, I like to, for some reason, I like to compare you to another guy, you know, in another sport. I, I like to compare you to LeBron James a lot. That's what makes no sense. And I was like, and, uh, and literally Saquon just sat there and he's like, he's like, oh my, oh my God. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, like, thank you. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I, I respect Russell Wilson a lot. I think he's got a great hat on his shoulders too. I mean, that's a little weird. That's a little much. But I mean, from his experiences, he obviously saw something there. Um, I, you know, listen to him talk. He's. I mean, even like I just, I just liked what he was saying. I liked the the mindset that he has in day in and day out. Like kind of what he was saying. Do, do you know who Greg Cosell is? No. Director of NFL Films. So he literally, for his job, just dissects tape. Okay. He'll dissect tape and make it easier 
for make it easier to understand for other people. He right. says he looked at tape for every single quarterback. And he said, there's no doubt about it, like, Rosen's the best quarterback. Like, if you don't take Rosen number one, it doesn't make sense. He said, by far on the film, Josh Rosen's wow. the best quarterback. The only thing Is he, like, he's off the field, like, mental shit? Is that I what don't know what... The the problem with Josh Rosen is that he's un- outspoken, and some people say he's too smart. <laughs> and people have said, okay, Aaron Rodgers, outspoken, smart, bit of an asshole. Yeah. Tom Brady. I dude, I saw a report the other day that Lamar Jackson was the closest thing in his draft to Aaron Rodgers, which was kind I. Do I like Lamar I Jackson like a lot? Lamar Jackson a lot. That's and like a lot of people that don't like they'll say like ah oh, he was the runner so you know he doesn't know how to run a pro style offense. Beautiful deep ball. He doesn't know how to run a pro style offense, and then there's guys that like actually know football, and they're like, out of every quarterback in this draft, Lamar Jackson ran the most pro. NFL pro ready yeah. offense out of all these guys. Yeah. The defenses that he was facing on a night in night out basis. It's just because they see him. He runs. He ran for a thousand fast. yards. Yeah. So, oh man, I wish he would have ran the forty, but I want to see him run like a four three. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm I've been on the record saying that I think there's no chance. I thought there was no chance of him making it as a quarterback in the NFL. He's gonna be. But a, I think I'm like I'm. He I'm might be a that. top ten to twelve pick. I don't know how the quarterback is gonna shake out. Somebody's gonna slip. Someone's gonna slip into the twenties. And the Pats or somebody, the Titans might get a... Yeah, dude, this this mock draft that I'm looking at right now on NFL.com has Saquon going seventh. To the Bucks. Yeah. Doug Martin won't be happy to hear that if he's even <laughs> Muscle there. Muscle hamster. I mean, yeah, he, I mean, he could slip a little bit just because he's a running back. And if if the, it just depends how the QBs go. If everyone's taking QBs, all those teams up there need QBs. The Browns, Giants, Jets, Broncos... Bears, I guess Bears have Trubisky, but yeah. four four of those teams up there need QBs. They might take all four of them, and then there's gonna be guys left over. I just, I really want to see really who the Lions see. gonna get. Who do you want? The, we both want the Lions to get Mo Hurst. Yeah, no, I think. Yeah, I just don't know. I haven't done enough analysis on the scheme and what kind of scheme we run as compared to what he was successful in here. What's on that mock draft? That you're looking at, what what do they have us taking? Uh, they have us trading out of the first round. Okay. They have us trading our pick to the Browns. Oh my God. The yeah. Browns would trade up. Oh, we get to get the first pick of the second round or something. Yeah. The Brown, hey, the Browns have four of the top thirty-five picks. It's yeah, it's wild. It needs to be a home run. They could e- they could take two studs, one and four. Trade one of those early second round picks. Right. Get a bunch load of other picks. Right. <sighs> yeah. I think that's we, it. I just needed to take some time, you know. <laughs> little moment of silence. Yeah, that's I'm that's gonna miss gonna this place. Yeah, episode thirty two, the last in studio episode. We got other things planned, so it's not the last Mac and B's episode, but Yeah, to to, to be determined. Uh last, to be announced, I guess. Last podcast. Yeah. We'll be we'll be home at for the summer. We'll come, be working. So on come some say things. hi. Come. Uh, yeah, come say come hi. Check us out. Yeah, we get some lunch sometime if you want to get get lunch with us. Yeah, we'll be we'll make some appearances. <laughs> we we'll make make some appearances. Yeah, we'll make some we'll public appearances. Yeah. No, no question about it. You can catch Mac and Bees at the Cadoba at Hall Road and <laughs> <laughs> from ten to twelve this Saturday. <laughs> Weekly. Uh it's been a pleasure. Yeah, man. absolutely. <laughs> Nobody I would rather do it with. Absolutely.
Thanks, thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah, it's been a guys. pleasure. Yeah, for 32 episodes worth. And for Cody McKay, I'm Bogart Light. Thank you for listening, and as always, go blue.